Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Matt Mania Podcast, hosted by T. Carl and me, G1 to the Rescue, is brought to you by Random Beats, the Steel Cage Network, and Geekscape.net. Remember, wrestling is fun, and please keep your shoulders off the mat. And now, the show. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast, the Southwest Authority on wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. Mm, let's get ready to rumble! Yo, what it is, what it did, and what it do. It is your baby mama's favorite G1 to the rescue. It is the villain T call. You know what we're here to do, the same thing that we'll be here to do each and every single week, and that is bring you a little bit of wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. Welcome to episode 204 of the infamous Matt Mania podcast. Y'all know how it goes down. Welcome, welcome, welcome on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Thursday evening. Again, I'm G1 to the rescue. That's T. Call. What a crazy week. T. How you feeling, my dude? Doing great, man. Just over here trying to um, share the the Matt Mania live onto my Facebook. (laughs) Good, good. You know, we got to clap it up for that because we need that. (laughs) That's necessary. You know what I'm saying? Hey, uh definitely can't definitely can't wait to get in some of this wrestling talk clearly we got a lot to talk about last couple of weeks since we've been back from dc has just been completely fucking insane so uh we'll definitely get a little bit more into that uh first and foremost i want to thank uh those that facilitate this podcast first and foremost uh random beats uh helmed by our lead book of mega ran much love to mega ran um, and then, of course, we want to show love to Matt Kelly and the homies at Geekscape. We love y'all, too, as well. And, uh, man, without any further ado, let's get into, of course, everybody's favorite segment. Uh, a time and place where we talk about a little something else through the week that might have got us a little excited. You know, maybe not maybe not excited in a way that, you know, some of you may be thinking on this show, you know. But, hey, uh, excited nonetheless. It's called the put over, and uh, yeah, man, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about stuff outside of the world of wrestling. So, T, we're gonna start with you, man. What are you putting over this week, sir? I'm sorry. Why don't you go ahead and start with that? Okay, okay, that's absolutely no problem. So, my put over this week, I have been um, really heavily invested into Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary is an extremely funny. Uh, surprisingly family friendly comedy like y'all know me and, and I'm sure T can attest to this most of the stuff that we watch nowadays 
is all like you know adult you know tens tv ma type shit you know because we just you know ignorant and we like uh-huh. ignorant ass humor that's really what it come down to but uh you know anywho but i can honestly say that abbott elementary to be you know something that's a completely original concept by its main star uh the beautiful uh quinta brunson shouts out to quinta well her cute chop to be said um wrote this show named the school after what we found out to be her sixth grade teacher uh lady by the name of joyce abbott actually had actually had her on the uh was that the jimmy kimmel show or or one of them damn late night shows actually showed up and and told her the story so that was really cool and anyway by far think of it as like a black office you're dealing with um let's say uh faculty in a, a middle school type setting and it's just a lot of everything going on and uh you got tyler james williams who y'all know from everybody hates chris he's on the show um super funny um you got my girl uh shirley ralph who played uh uh the mother in moesha she's super fucking funny uh it's just a really phenomenal show overall for sure man really phenomenal show and we want to thank everybody that uh that's possibly tuning in on youtube on our matt mania podcast facebook uh i should specify mega ranch youtube as well as mega ranch twitch thank you for joining us of course um besides that that was my put over please go watch abbott elementary if you can't catch it on abc live please go stream it on hulu episodes are available the next day from when they air Abbott Elementary, ABC, and Hulu. Please check it out. It's funny as hell, and it's somewhat kid safe. <laughs> um, T, what you putting over, my man? So I'm gonna put over this artist named ESTG. Okay. Um, his album "Bigger Than Life or Death" is um the album that I'm putting over of his. I've been banging at this um, today yes, while I was at work. Um, he put this album out last year, so I'm late to the album, probably, but I don't really give too much new music a chance. So <laughs> the fact that I even got around to this album yeah. means something. But um, yeah, it's dope. I believe he um, signed the Yo Gotti. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And what, cocaine music group? He got. It's a song on his album called Sky Dweller. Okay. That I really like. Okay. So check it out. Yeah. Go ahead and check out that ESTG, Bigger Than Life or Death. I know he's got a um I think he put out a deluxe version of it too. Okay. So yeah, either one of those, I'm sure got that song on it. Hey, you gotta appreciate good bodies of work. I'm glad that, you know, a lot of the newer artists are, are getting back to not just making great singles but also like really dope albums like it's, it's nice to not have to you know flip a bunch of times to find a good song you know me on spotify or apple music or whatever i can actually like there's a lot of artists nowadays that i could literally sit and listen to you know a whole project you know um so i, I just look forward to that like i was looking at the track listening for uh for two chains new album and i was just like man i'm really looking forward to that 
Stove God on that? Stove God is definitely on that. Much love to Stove God. Okay, I believe I saw him post on Instagram about yeah, that. Yeah, he's on like one of the la- one of the last three tracks. I forgot what the name of it is, but uh, uh, Two Chains did a listening party somewhere in the middle of the city, um, standing on top of a car outside. Mm-hmm. And I know he played that shit. And, you know, I know. So we got new we got new Two Chains coming. We got new Pusha T coming. Ooh, yes. Who else? Who else? We got new Kanye. Oh, yeah. Supposedly coming. Yeah. He said Donda 2. He said he's he going to lock himself away February 22nd. We'll we'll hear that album in March. We, we know two, how that's going to go. 222. <laughs> 322. Fuck out. <laughs> we already know how that's going to go. Kanye going to release that album two months later. What's up, Mr. Rightway? Shout out to our YouTube fam watching what up, us. What up? What's going on? Uh, hey, you know, we definitely love King Push. We fans. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely get into some more of the, com- some more of the comments in a minute. So, yeah, we got a good show, good album. Now, what do we do? Man, this has been a crazy couple of weeks in wrestling since we've been back, bro. Like, where the fuck do we even begin? Like, man, please guide me. I mean, I was just going. I was going to keep it fresh and just jump into AEW since that was yesterday. Man, let's um, do it. I know Royal Rumble, you know, happened. Mm. That that came and went. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Damn. But That's... there's but there's some things to to discuss about that too. Absolutely. If we if we choose to get into it, some yeah. things as far as like um, the the Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar love triangle. Oh God. And um <laughs> and and the will they won't they relationship <laughs> hey listen. um and and bobby lashley becoming champion again yes going over against yo i never seen that coming like if like if you had told me that was gonna happen i probably would have at least watched that match <laughs> but i i didn't see all of it i ended up seeing some clips and i was really shocked to see bobby lashley going over brock that shocked the hell out of me well because i mean they they really only gave um Brock the title because he couldn't fight Roman because Roman was out for a COVID protocol. Right. right. So they had to do something and then they had to figure out a way to to bring it back around once he came back, which was to screw him out the title and then have him win Rumble so that he can challenge Roman. Yeah, that's true. I just I just thought it was really dope because you know they I I've always felt like you know WWE kind of shows a lot of favoritism to Brock Lesnar and just wants him to beat up body beat up everybody and win everything so to, to see bobby lashley go over is uh is pretty crazy also keep in mind that that our camera is inverted so right our, so, so everything so my look, left is the writer right shit. right right it does that because if so i turn weird. it the right way all the everything on our shirts would be backwards and shit oh. mirror image weird as hell yeah it's, it's weird <laughs> but yeah um other than that those I don't know what that what that means. No idea. <laughs> that looks like spam. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, some crazy stuff been going on in AEW. Ooh, so we got much. um, so much. Got this new guy showing up named Dan Housen. Woo! I don't know nothing about this guy. Anybody in the chat? I know it's not that many of y'all in here right now. But right. you know anything about this Dan Housen guy? Um, you know what? I I only knew of him from Twitter fame. 
And once I, I took a deep dive and I ended up watching a um interview with Chris Van Vliet, uh, Chris Van Vliet and Dan Housen didn't have his face paint on and everything like that. And he was just talking from a perspective of just, you know, coming up with that character. Turns out he'd been wrestling a lot longer than many of us realize. He said just the first time he was out, he was trying to like put on the whole tough guy image shit and it just didn't really work for him like that. And he's like, man, you know, I want to be fun. I want to do something different. So then this Dan House and shit, he just kind of started doing this out of nowhere. And that was the thing that that caught wind. Prior to that, I didn't I, I was only familiar with him just hearing his name on Twitter. But I, I, I hadn't seen uh, one match. And then I finally watched uh, some ROH work that he did. And it's he's one of those like. Orange Cassidy type characters where you'll be surprised the motherfucker can actually wrestle. He's just silly as hell and he lives in this character and people love him. Yeah, I mean, they had him come out with Orange Cassidy and the best friends yeah. and, and the announcers, the um, commentary was asking, you know, is he part of the best friends now and things like that. So, you know, I don't know if they're going to have him join that stable. Or if they I, just doing it right now because they don't got nothing for him to do. I think he's just gonna just randomly be in shit. He has this type of personality where they're gonna stick him in weird situations, like even just his debut with uh with Adam Cole pulling him out from under the ring, and and then we what we seen the other night with Moxley and him scaring the shit out of Moxley. I thought that was funny. So you know, well, he's also um got a feud with the Gun Club. Yeah, going on. Yeah, the ass boys. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny that I saw the clip of him um, pull up in a little um, on a little cart. Did you see that video? And he had the shirt that said Son of the Guns and it was X'd out and it says Ass Boys. On oh, it. yeah. That's, that's their new shirt. <laughs> that is. That's been their shirt that they've had. They've, I've seen that shirt uh, for quite some time now. Um, I kind of want an Ass Boys shirt. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was saying the same thing. And then... Um, and then fucking Billy Gunn was talking about he likes that shirt because he was the biggest ass. <laughs> hey, man, badass Billy Gunn, the GOAT. But I was asking G1, yes. is he an ass boy or an ass man? <laughs> now, Okay, what's the difference? No, I'm just saying, because which one sounds better? Because ass boys sound kind of... Ass boys sound real <laughs> pedo. Immature. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ass man is different. I mean, and, and Billy Gunn was an ass man. He the was. song said, "I'm an I'm ass. ass man." The only reason <laughs> I bought WWE the Music Volume Four was for Billy Gunn's theme song. <laughs> I ain't even lie, but yeah, that was my shit. And and man, I, listen, I like that whole conflict. They trademarked it, so clearly you can see they running with it. They want people to hate it. They tell them, "Don't call us ass mm -hmm. boys," and that just means call us ass boys. Right. So that's why they, was, the they were it. they were chanting it ass when we was in boys, in DC. Exactly. That shit funny. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, literally, Morrow ass boys. But you know, hey. AW tends to get away with murder on television. Right. So it's a really beautiful thing sometimes. <laughs> you just get these kind of random, uh, you know, things. AEW just there's been a lot of fun, man. That's what I said. Like, Who's still recovering? Ah, shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know who you mentioned that's still recovering. I don't know. David Lee, if you're still watching, come back to us on that. Uh, yeah, so, there's, you know, there's Dan Housen. Um, you got... 
Brian Danielson trying to create the, the the team of a lifetime or the faction of a lifetime with uh with Mox and and maybe somebody else that they could take under their wing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's injured. Is that why he oh. why he hasn't got physical yet? Okay, I get that. He's the, just throwing curses on people, but ain't nobody punched him in the face because he's injured. Eventually they will. Eventually they will. It's only a matter of time. And and thank you for clearing that up, David. We appreciate Eventually that. Eventually you gotta get that face paint knocked off. You know, he uh, they gonna put him in a match against Hook. <laughs> nah, not if they not if they want him to get over. Yeah. They ain't gonna put him against nah, Hook. They ain't Hook gonna throw him around. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, like you were saying, Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson. Dan Daniel Danielson. <laughs> um Oh man. He he's he wants um to join up with Gene Moxley. Hey um to start a clothing factory <laughs> where they sell t shirts and jeans, white tees. <laughs> White tees and acid wash jeans. <laughs> Listen, I, I tell you what, the thought of it gives me um, remember the two man power trip, uh, Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thought of it gives me two man power trip vibes. And and, uh, and and then he was talking about like man, somebody like Daniel Garcia, if they could break him away from two and then he comes, yo, a faction with Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and Daniel Garcia, that's a faction of people who get a rise out of hurting people. You see what I'm saying? It it sounds like the 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 wrestling team. It's like you got factions and then it's them niggas that just wanna hurt you and break you down in every way, shape, form of fashion. But I know they got like so Eddie Kingston is over here doing the stuff with Jericho and the inner circle and the inner circle yeah. with um Santana and Ortiz mm-hmm. and those guys. But I but I thought Eddie Kingston and John Moxley was a tag team. They so they were, but I but but just, I feel are like they just gonna ignore that. I feel like they I feel like they kinda broke away from that a long time ago. You know, it's what, just, after once once Moxley left for recovery. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they I feel like they broke away from that because like trying to trying to reignite that after three months while Eddie Kingston was still, you know, was doing new storylines throughout that time when Mox was gone. Yeah, it you know, it that I felt like they just kinda just yeah, we're gonna put that over here. And then we're gonna focus on this, this this new thing that we're trying to do. I you know, I doubt at the end of the day that it's gonna end in them joining a faction. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not gonna happen. It's, it's gonna it's, end up with them fighting. It's each gonna other. end up with man, one of the hottest matches around. Uh you know There's I, too I, many factions already. I don't think they're gonna build up another one with those guys. Absolutely. And uh and speaking of factions, I know we had a a brief word from from the House of Black. And they're saying it's a third door open. Yeah, man, you flying through the topics, man. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> man. You but know. yeah, there was a um, there was a promo mm-hmm. or a, um, a video package, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, there's a lot of talk online about um, the third member of the House of Black possibly being Killer Cross, seeing as how his um. His non-compete, his ninety day or whatever with WWE is up. It's a lot of people. A lot uh, of people. <laughs> who's up. 
<laughs> Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Killer Cross. <laughs> right, but out of those names, Killer Cross would be the perfect fit for absolutely the House of Black. Yes, he would. I, I would love to see him. Them three dominating circumstances. And and But hold on, but let me but let me say this real quick. Come on. The Dante's Inferno is a whack ass move. It's really? whack as fuck. I want to see what the people saying. Okay. But Dante's Inferno is whack as fuck because all he's doing is lifting a guy up and tossing him into a fucking slam. Mm-hmm. Are we are we kidding right now? Like maybe you're disoriented while that's going on. Right. But unless he's giving you the black mask beforehand or I are spitting the mist in your face. What is the Dante's Inferno really doing? Nothing. It's not. It's more true, spectacle than anything. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not a true uh, double team. I would say. No, it's, it's not. More of a, it's kind of like it's kind of like the same thing that I feel about the we, we talked about the Magic Killer. But I don't think I wouldn't even think that if Brody Lee just did that slam to you without uh-huh. being thrown to uh-huh. you. That wouldn't even be his finisher. No, it's just a it's, it's just, just a, a typical slam. Oklahoma slam exactly. or power slam, if you will. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it, it is definitely more spectacle. It's cool looking, so I appreciate it from a visual standpoint. But at the same time, I definitely agree with Teak that it's kind of a it's kind of a come on guys type finisher. Like, really, this is this is the thing. Like, no, we need we need to see uh, homie kick. Motherfucker with the black mask, and then Brody Kane need to do something. He said a spooky boy Keith Lee would be interesting. <laughs> he would have to keep that thick ass uh, mustache that he had for a while. <laughs> that would be interesting. But the but the cool dynamic if if uh, if Cross becomes a member of the House of Black, is he bringing wifey with him? Because I think that would only be cool. Nah. No, no, Scarlet. Nah, I'm tired of these groups with one girl. Yeah, I get you. Like, I get you. I mean, and remember, we've talked about three man groups. There's a lot of three man groups in AEW, so mm-hmm. this would be another three man group, right? So right. It, a trio, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's only it's only right. And then, like I was saying, if that happens, then um, they would they would be one of the more dominant groups in AEW. I, I definitely I mean, agree with that. Those three should be beating the pulp out of um <laughs> out of Luchasaurus right. and Jungle Boy. Oh man. And Christian. Just like um Brian Danielson said, there's no reason that a dinosaur should be <laughs> tag team champion. <laughs> Great promo from Brian Danielson last there's night. No there's no reason that a cowboy a millennial, a millennial cowboy. cowboy should be <laughs> The, the, the champ, the world champ. Listen, or the heavyweight champ, whichever one they want to call it. Oh, but I don't have no, I don't have no problem with Hangman, but I, I feel what he's saying. That man, hey, uh, Tony Base, thank you so much for supporting the game. Greatly appreciate that. That was really nice of you. Yeah. Very dope. Make make sure Mega Rand deposit that to, <laughs> to the Mad Mania podcast. <laughs> Or you can hit us directly in the cash app. Hey. It'll be coming across on the sticker. Right. Throw my cash app up there. <laughs> Throw Dollar sign T call eighty five. <laughs> oh shit! He gonna, he gonna he gonna adjust the ticker tape so that y'all make that a y'all banner here. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> right, so we not go. we not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by by Megaran. 
bro. Hey, we love our bro, man. And it's been, uh, I'm so happy for him. First of all, I'm happy for a lot of y'all because we didn't even talk about this for a sec. Um, while we were talking about all this AEW news, uh, I didn't get to, to publicly uh, say that I am super proud of all my guys that are literally getting to be involved with this uh all elite wrestling uh we we got us up is the name of the project is it the uh Mm -hmm. we got us no it's who we are who we are i'm sorry i'm I'm so who it is who we are okay so uh so aw who we are volume one uh aw music shout out to the homie mikey ruckus um this is his brainchild and something that he wanted to do um with you know all of the 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 urban music guys and people who have been rooted in the wrestling music for quite some time a couple of new faces and on top of that just giving some light into the stories of some of these uh african-american superstars that we got out here and, and just and i love you know what i'm saying what they're doing with that uh shout out to Josh. <laughs> he said Dan Housen for House of Black. <laughs> Good shit, Josh. I like that. I, he he fits more in with like the Dark Order, right? He really does, though. I definitely see Dan Housen being a Dark Order member with a little purple and a tinted face paint. That would actually be fire, low key. You just that was a good one. But great um, take. But yeah, man, I want to say first and foremost, so... No, what were you just saying before you started talking about that? Yeah, so, yeah, talk, yeah, talking about the album, so... Oh, yeah, so the yeah. album, yeah, so I'm on the album. Yes, yes. He Called a Villain is Damn on the right. album. Last song on the album, I know. Um, yeah, man. But get to the last song on the album, I'm on there. Yes, um, indeed. That's the Scorpio Sky track. Um, I don't know what just happened. Ah, uh, we still we're still on. It just okay. went to another screen. Um, <laughs> myself, Mega Ran, and um, some more guys. A lot of great guys. A lot of great guys. A lot of guys who've been um working hard to push this wrestle rap um lane. So shout out to all of those guys. Listen, um, Mega Ran's on there, obviously, Man. several times. Homie Torrey Masters is on there. We love it. Um, Lost Perception is on there. We love to see it. Um. Montezzi, man, Radar, Josiah Williams, Flo. yes, oh man, um, all so, yeah. the best. A lot of, a lot of those guys there, uh, and I really seeing of the feedback Hell for yeah. it. You know, I mean, it's doing it's for positive things. You know, the money's going to mm-hmm. um, the Bootsy Collins Foundation, and um, they can still see this, huh? They can still see this. Yeah, no. So yeah, it's going to the Boosty Collins Foundation, and then also um, it's um, for Black History Month, celebrating their diverse group of wrestlers that they got there. So yeah, man, you definitely want to make sure that you support that. And it's probably too late because it said like the first three hundred people was going pre-order was going to get a poster. Yeah, so, that poster's dope. You know. A poster fire. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you might still get it, you know, get that pre-order in. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh I and, and, and so here and so here's a little insight. And I know I had a couple of people, you know, ask like, hey man, what are the guys this, that, and the third? Woo woo. Um, I, I can't say anything right now, 
we'll just say look out for the summer you know that's all i'm that's all i'm gonna tell you in regards to that um in regards to what and uh because uh, there, there were a couple of people that kind of hit me and they were just you know they were just wondering it was like man you it was like yo did you end up like producing anything with all oh. the guys on that okay. i'm like uh you know i'm like i i submitted something but unfortunately by the time i submitted it press was already out they couldn't really do a whole lot of change at that time uh but uh me and Rand have had a conversation with mike well mainly Rand has had a conversation with mikey ruckus in regards to this track and i i can't really say anything right okay. now until anything is confirmed but just keep an eye out for the summer um you know we'll see what's up but so it, it, my guys and also watching um watching AEW, they also um dropped it on on the dynamite oh yeah they talked about it it was a little image of the album on there and yeah. the announcers were talking about it and everything yeah, man. So, so i mean that's dope i've been seeing them on the instagram like promoting it and shit like that yeah, so for people who have already listened to it behind the scenes definitely just been having a lot of like great things to say and that's really dope man i'm just proud of my guys i got to see him record his verse for his shit so i i knew he was a shoe in you know for that much love to uh to the good folks at wts recordings out in uh maryland for 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 holding it down and allowing teeth to get in there and do that because then look what happened you made the album uh -huh. blessings on blessings on blessings so fucking cool so so to get back in the into some wrestling let's do it we had um lance lance archer mm -hmm. destroying hangman page oh, destroying. Um, I mean, obviously, if he beat him up like that, he probably ain't going to win the title. No, but shit. <laughs> at, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the only sad part, though. It's like you look at things like that and it's like, oh, snap. You want to, you know, let's let's put the strap. I ain't going to put the strap. On. Yeah. Not they, right now. I mean, come on now. Nah. Hangman versus Archer. No. Nah. Who you want your champ to be? Archer is not. I mean, he might be built like a champ, but he don't. He's not champion. He don't talk like a champ. No, nah, he, he don't, don't dress like a champ. He don't. I hate his jeans <laughs> and his vest and his long red ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said about his jeans. <laughs> oh shit! That's hilarious. that man. That man got the got the most redneck bar outfit i ever seen <laughs> man super crazy like but i wouldn't want to run into him in one of those bars oh hell no but i wouldn't be in one of those bars anyway though no so. no no i'm up <laughs> i'm up in the blicky on dude man. he ain't never finna catch me off guard he, he ain't gonna put what's, what's his move oh the, the uh the the uh blackout you he, 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 nah, he did the, not... you saw he did the blackout to um hangman to the table, you think he can get him up? He ain't gonna get you up. Uh, I heard you say he ain't gonna get the chance. No, nah, he ain't gonna get the chance. No, nah, I, I, I lick you on his big ass. Right? Never about the boy, please. I, I'm not saying I can't throw hands, but I, I got limits. Like I'm not about to not about to fight a nigga that gets paid to take pain. It's 300 pounds. Nah, you getting shot, bro? That can, that can flip 300 pounds over his head easily, right? Like that. Right. I'm 250. He gonna treat me like a lightweight. No, blicky. <laughs> 
can't do man, it. Slam, slammed um hangman on the on the stairs. He did, boy, he did him so bogus. Came out, came out and wrecked him up. Oh man, he did him so bogus. But you were saying like he needed to do that because you said he still had a bad taste in, in yeah, your mouth I just, from, I get, the, from the Kazarian man. Bed. Two weeks ago, that Kazarian situation was just so goddamn long and, and drawn out and freaking crazy. I just can't really. You know, and it and it was just bad. And then even the following week, when he tried to make up for it on Dark, or when he tried to make up for it in other aspects, I just I, I couldn't really get with it. This made it. This gave it back to what I want him to be. If you're gonna be this dominating guy, if you're gonna challenge for the title, yes, you're supposed to be in there throwing people like Hangman Page around and letting them have it. That's the type of shit I want to see. That made all the sense. Now I can kind of look him. <laughs> <laughs> now I can kind of look him, you know what I'm saying? And his eye like, yeah, he's a menace. So I'm not saying that that, you know, again, he he definitely ain't winning the belt, but it's gonna be a hell of a show with this. The murder point. hawk looks like Foghorn Leghorn. God <laughs> I say Tin Boy looking ass. I say, I say, hang hey, man, let's have a fight. <laughs> now hold on now. Hold. <laughs> now hold on now. Everybody dies. <laughs> Oh shit, yo! And what's fucked up is I, I. It's sad because when he was in TNA years ago, he was one of my favorite mid card big dudes because he, he just reminded me at the time. He reminded me of another test, and y'all know how I, and I've expressed a million times on the show how I felt about Test guy rest his soul. So during those years when him and Kid Cash were teaming up, he was known as Dallas. And uh, I, I I liked them then. But, uh, I mean, even when even when um, Jake the Snake first brought him out, oh, I yeah. didn't have an issue with him. Yeah. I liked him. He's just I'm not overstayed his welcome. He ain't did shit. Yeah, yeah. And he left yeah. for a little bit, and then he came back, and he's trying to get back up there. But I just feel like he's kind of like um, like Braun Strowman when they were mishandling Braun with him like he just a big man but nothing really to do they ain't really found nothing for him to really to really get off with but i mean except for this championship type of opportunity right i mean exactly they got him in a story right now he That's he true. on tv he getting paid he in a storyline but it's not a good storyline because he's not gonna be hangman nah. um so it's just it's just not a decent feud yeah. but eventually eventually he'll be the man ah it's so tough when like you you love the wrestler, but you hate the situation. It it literally feels that way. Um, but yeah, man. Bottom line is that's gonna be a dope match. Texas Death Match next week. AW Dynamite. Check your local listings. Wednesday TBS. Let's get it. Um, Last thing to discuss on Dynamite. Yes. Would be um, Dynamite. The the closing match. Oh man. C CM Punk. MJF. Man, listen. CMP MJF three three letters each. Six star match. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, definitely uh, a five point eight five uh in, in, in my book like so so the Pepsi plunge is a is a, a pedigree. Yo, you didn't know that was a top, top rope pedigree? pedigree? Yeah, that no, was his never... old that was his old finisher in ROH. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, he that that used to be the shit. Like it was so dope seeing him do that again. And 
he broke out the Pepsi Twist again because I guess he got tired of seeing Lee do it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was and because so- he don't drink alcohol, so he's addicted to Pepsi. So that's his thing. <laughs> I understand. My dad was addicted to Coke. He got off Coke and hey. got addicted to Mountain Dew. Oh, so shit. he was all jacked up off Mountain Dew. Exactly. He was jumping at people like a spider monkey. So, <laughs> so I understand the whole addicted to soda thing. So that's his thing. His straight edge soda. That's that's what he do. That Pepsi twist is a hard move. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, well you know he well no the Pepsi fist. <laughs> <laughs> well no, see the thing is when uh, when he was in ROH, his nickname was uh, a choice for the new generation, which at the time was Pepsi's slogan, and he got the big Pepsi tattoo mm-hmm. on his I on his that. arm. So yeah, the, the the Pepsi the Pepsi plunge and the Pepsi twist would would definitely definitely made sense being the choice. Isn't for the, the Pepsi new twist just Pepsi with some lime in it? It's <laughs> Pepsi with a hit of lime, that's right? Exactly what it is. <laughs> That's that's shit that people who don't drink drink. <laughs> like they be like, let me who the fuck going up to the bar saying, hey, let me get a Pepsi Twist. Nobody. <laughs> let me get a let me get a virgin. <laughs> let me get a virgin Pepsi Jack and Jack and Pepsi. Jack and Pepsi. No Jack. That's the Jill and Pepsi. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh my god! Anyway, Jill and Pepsi, the name of the episode. <laughs> if you have just joined us, thank you for joining the Mad Mania podcast again. I'm G One to the rescue. That's T Call. Uh, we are part of a bigger solution to provide you with a little bit of news on wrestling, hip hop, and everything in between. Um, man, we were just sitting here talking about CM Punk and his Pepsi addiction. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's I, funny. I understand. But you need to get off that sugar and that caffeine and get focused because he lost that match twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. MJF, I hate his guts. We all hate him. We hate to love him. We love to hate go. him. He's a fucking go. But they've put him up there. They've positioned him. They have literally positioned him to be probably... What have people said? One of the best heels in the, in the one business. of the best heels in wrestling. I've I've been saying this. Jericho worked on that. He's trying. He came up under Jericho. Like he trying man. to be the next. He the man. I mean, I, I hate to say the next. He just gonna be the the he first him. He gonna be he MJF. Exactly. He it, nothing like a guy that blatantly tells you, "I'm better than you," and you know it. And then, regardless of how he has to prove it. He goes out there and he proves it. I and, and he's an asshole about it. And I don't think there's a greater heel character in wrestling that does such a thing. And it's it's, it's crazy. What do you <laughs> if you're addicted to Fago, you're a juggalo. <laughs> shout, uh, shout out to the simple black. That's my boy Cold Josh. Red is where it's at. Hey, did you hear about the alcoholic Baja Blast? Somebody said I'm, I'm addicted, addicted to, to water and oxygen. <laughs> Me too, but you know, there's gotta be a little little cannabis in there, you know, to go with that oxygen for sure. But um Man, one of the funniest things is, did you did you watch any of the MJF? No, I watched. I, I definitely, I definitely watched bigger bits and pieces of it for sure. <laughs> but did you did you see the clip where it was showing MJF practicing in the back with um Sean Spears? <laughs> that shit and he was, was doing his squats and shit. That shit was. <laughs> Listen, 
And he's, I was just like, it's funny because he's he's back there trying to act like he's taking it super serious. Bruh, he's, he's entertaining <laughs> all the way around. Like, even my brother. No, he's just about to cheat. Even my brother, who ain't really gave that much of a fuck about wrestling in years, it's certain people on AEW that will catch his attention. Like, I used to, I used to have him watch Adam Cole in NXT. So he was already familiar with Cole. He liked Darby. He definitely likes MJF because that's the who who wouldn't again. He blatantly tells you I'm better than you and you know it. And then he goes out there and he does shit to prove it. Yeah, it might be dirty, it might be underhanded, but <laughs> is he wrong? I mean, man, he he gave Darby Allen the match of a lifetime. I was convinced then. I'm like, man, he one of them hills that that ain't gonna fight every fight, but when he do fight, god damn. And he's good. He's good in ring. Like for them for the moments that he really be getting off, like as they say, getting his shit off. Mm-hmm. For the moments that he really be getting his shit off, he's good. And nobody expected that match to go the way it went. Nobody. Nobody thought that um CM Punk was gonna fade away from being choked out. Seriously, like And then when he did, nobody thought that it, the match was gonna be restarted. Everybody they just played you the whole way. They like you was literally you was shocked that he won the first time. You were shocked they restarted the match. And you were shocked. And then once they restarted the match, you knew CM Punk was gonna win. Because they restarted the match. But nah, they they did the diamond, the diamond ring. And as I said, you know, Wardlow face turn coming. He's Let's been teasing go. that um, week after week. So because that's who they fin- that's who they finna make beat MJF. Because uh-huh. they gonna they, they gonna have it out, and he's gonna destroy MJF, and that's gonna be the payoff. Yeah, MJF. that's how you that's how you pass that. That's how you pay it that's forward. That's how you pass that heat. That's how you pay it forward. Because CM Punk paid it forward. He lost to MJF. MJF gonna lose to Warlow. Warlow gonna take off as the new Wardlow power <laughs> as the new powerhouse baby face. I'm calling that man Warlow. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that shit makes me laugh every time. But yeah, new new hot baby face. They already got. He already has the great, you know, the the, the multiple power bomb thing that's working for him. They yeah. love it. They love it immediately when he does that. So he 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 can easily be one of the top uh, baby faces in the company for sure. Um, now uh, now one again uh, one of our good viewers, my good buddy, uh, poses a question. Any word on your end in regards to Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman ahead to having seen shit and, and hoping that they go to AEW? Well, um, Adam Sher, uh, who's going by his real name now, who Braun Strowman is. Uh, him and EC3 and one other person, they doing the whole freedom narrative thing. They've been making a lot of indie appearances, doing their thing. Who knows? AW, uh, I remember Tony Khan in an interview saying that they have, uh, you know, 13 more signings in the chamber that they would like to do this year. So, or they, or they wanted, or they planning on doing this year. So, who knows, man? And as far as Bray Wyatt goes, Wendy they're keeping real quiet. They're there's a space open in the House of Black. So, you know. Oh my God, bro. Man. If, yeah. I'm just saying, if there's, you, there's always room in the House of Black. If you want to make the ultimate super faction, that's how you do it. Wyndham, Malachi Black, Brody King. You put, you put, Cross. You put Bray Wyatt with the new Brody. Oh, shit. 
Ooh, man, that, that you know, that'll be fire, dude. I, I I truthfully can't even. It ain't gonna happen though. It ain't gonna happen, but I mean, damn, like you know, wishful thinking is a motherfucker. <laughs> Shut down my dreams right after that. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just wishful thinking. I'm fine for wishful thinking. <laughs> I was pulling a. Uh, but there a was story. there was some um, there was some questions earlier in the chat though that I wanted to get to because they was right. We didn't um, touch on a couple of those things as far as um, Seth coming out in the shield gear. Yeah, so to the shield music. So let's shift, which over. is definitely dope because Roman had new music now, Absolutely. so it wouldn't have worked if Roman was still using the shield music. Exactly, but. Yeah, definitely. so I definitely yeah. Let's let's talk about the Royal Rumble. Um, shit. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Seth's character is awesome. Him, he's being a, a asshole or whatever. I like the whole match in general. Um, the fact that it's it's like Roman is so mad at what Seth did when the shit was at the height of their popularity mm-hmm. that it's like he choked him out and wouldn't let go of the hole because he's just man it's, he it's letting more all than, that out it's more than just winning the match right now mm-hmm. you know and plus his champion's advantage since he was already the champ so Proving he ain't gotta worry about losing it in a DQ right. and then him beating him with the chair afterwards basically giving him the same beating he gave him when he <laughs> when he broke the shield up so absolutely all that, all that was dope all that was great storytelling um, it was something that you don't see um, often in in WWE anymore um, like just letting something like that fester and build and damn did it build the payoff was was really dope Um, I I really enjoyed the the mixed tag so we finally got to see uh, Edge and Wifey Beth Phoenix the Glamazon take on Maurice and Miz Miz and Mrs. And that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I would say it was a lot of fun. You know, the two husband and wife duos. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think I, that was my bathroom break match. <laughs> so I can't really tell you how that match went, but I, I, I refer you to G1. Man. The thoughts of G1 may not be the thoughts of Mad Mania podcast. Or team <laughs> Paul Villain, but, but wait a minute. What if I'm on the podcast? What the fuck? <laughs> but listen, um, no, nah, I, I, again, I thought it was cool. I know, you know, Macho Man once spoke against, uh, you know, doing storylines with your wife and this, that, and the third. But I think this situation is super different because we're talking about like solidified couples who are just really in they shit. Like, like Beth, Beth ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And Maurice ain't going nowhere. He, each each family, I think, Beth and Edge got like two or three kids together. Miz and Maurice got two. I saw Maurice gave Edge a hurricanrana. Yeah, that was off cool. the top rope. That was cool. You know, Maurice is still uh, Maurice is still outside, and and you know she looks great. She's still wrestling um, at her. You know, at, at her. She outside. She for them streets. No, nah, no, nah, not that far outside. Oh, <laughs> Just saying, as far as in the <laughs> ring, man. <laughs> God, hey, bro. <laughs> I, asked what I, thought he, I thought he said Maurice was for the streets. Nah, <laughs> man. Nah, nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. 
She's been snatched up for quite some time. Oh, well, she ain't outside. She on the porch. <laughs> Tell her to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, yeah, but it, that that was cool. I again, I think established couples should be able to do cool shit like that, you know, and and go on with their lives. I mean, we can sit up here and talk about, oh, you shouldn't do long-term storylines with your significant other, but I mean, Booker T and Charmel, ain't nobody went nowhere. <laughs> that, that King Booker shit was going on for quite some time. That was his hottest story at one point. But wasn't she a hoe? <laughs> no, wait she, a minute. She wasn't one of she wasn't one of um the Godfather's hoes. No, I thought didn't somebody end up getting with one of one his hoes? She was one of the Nitro girls, bro. Oh, didn't some, <laughs> did somebody end up marrying one of the Godfather's hoes though? You said it like the Nitro girls was any better. The Nitro, the, they, were they was called the Nitro hoes. Okay. <laughs> oh God. AKA the Nitros. Okay. Don't play. So we gonna switch this around and say the views of me is a T-Hawk not the views of the fans. Charmel. I remember how old I was when I was watching Nitro. And I know what I was thinking about when I saw the Nitro girls. Charmel Huffman is thinking queen. about I was thinking about Nitro glycerin. <laughs> Drop a bomb for Nitro glycerin. <laughs> Shit was about to get hot and sticky. <laughs> and they used to have them come out and dance for no reason. They was doing fucking um, halftime half Exactly. Halftime performances, <laughs> commercial breaks and shit. <laughs> oh, shit. You about Teak was. <laughs> he was thinking that. <laughs> Listen, that, oh man, but anyway, my point of bringing them up was to say everybody's, you know, everybody don't have the same outcome that, like, my We know what Booker was looking at when she was a Nitro girl. That's big, that's big facts, and and, and Charmel's gorgeous. He caught a good one, you know what I'm saying? He said, you want to be with a five times? Five times. Five times? Five times. Five times. Peace and many continued blessings. I'm Brennan G1 to the rescue Faulkner, music producer and Matt Mania podcast co-host. I want to tell you guys a little bit about our favorite platform, StreamYard. Now, StreamYard is not an app that you have to download directly to your computer. It can be accessed direct from its website, www.streamyard.com. Who's StreamYard for? Well, at StreamYard, they believe that everyone has a message worth sharing. They are your trusted microphone, your stable podium, and your elevated stage built to provide you the easiest way to build your audience. It's a turnkey solution to live streaming on all of your favorite platforms, YouTube, Facebook video, even Twitch. As many of your favorite Twitch personalities use it as well outside of us. You see a lot of your favorite guys on there, including our lead Booker Mega Ren and some of your favorite wrestling superstars who are also big in the streaming world as well, including the world of video games. Some of StreamYard's biggest features include up to 10 people on screen, multi-stream up to eight destinations, on-screen comments, custom RTMP destinations, 24-7 support. You can stream pre-recorded clips, 
full high def, downloadable recording, screen sharing, and custom banners, backgrounds, and overlays. They have support for that as well. And you get up to seven video layouts to start. It is a proven fact that over 80% of people prefer live video over text. People are tired of picture-perfect content and overly rehearsed scripts. They want authentic stories and real human moments. So whether you're a creator, a content marketer, business, or just someone with something to say, live streaming is an effective way to spread your message and StreamYard has a solution for you. And to get started, it's only $29.95. And that's just for a start. There are other pricing tiers as well, but check it out for more information. Please log on to www.streamyard.com. And just to keep it all the way real, nobody uses the World Wide Web part anymore. So let's just say streamyard.com. Yes, log on to streamyard.com. Well, yeah, man. So, Women's Royal Rumble, Mickey James shows up with the Impact Belt. You know, it's acknowledgement. It's something that it's something that WWE has only done with New Japan and Evolve, and the fact that they happen to acknowledge it for the company um, via, you know, like that. I, I just thought that was cool. Wasn't that cool? I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool, man. Like, yeah, you get for the very first time Impact Wrestling is being acknowledged on a WWE program. I mean, would, would would it be would it be fair to say maybe this will also be the time to maybe mention that some of your biggest stars are also, you know, Impact Wrestling alumni, AJ Styles, for example. You know what I mean? Maybe they need to mention some of these things. But I mean, they did that, and that was cool. But that was probably the coolest thing that they did, though, right? Yeah. Like, and they didn't pull no dope tricks for the men's rumble. Nah, nah. I was hoping it would be some great returns for the men's rumble, but. We just really didn't get anything, and it was just really bad. <laughs> Talking about McDonald's Wi-Fi, you know what's funny? McDonald's Wi-Fi is actually pretty tight. But uh, hey, he said we got a TNA chant at the men's rumble. Yeah, I mean we did get that, but unfortunately, you know, not too many, not no current TNA stars, which would have been phenomenal. But you know, speaking of phenomenal, um, you know, it was still it was still cool. And the win and, and the women's match was still better. We had some of the classic divas come back. We had Summer Rae, who you know what I'm saying we ain't seen wrestle since she came back. Kelly Kelly came back. Uh, you, can, you can help pay for high speed connection by <laughs> donating to the. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what would you say of the of the women's rumble? If you've seen any of it, what would you say was your favorite part of it? Um, I did see the women's rumble. I watched it. Um, Nikki Ash beat up um Molly. Yes, and ripped off her cape. Yes, told her it can only be one, like yes. Highlander. Yes. Um. Yes. Lita came back. Y'all, man, Lita returning is is cool. And if they're really gonna go ahead and set up this program, yeah, I know she's gonna lose, but just to have that match is just going to be freaking phenomenal. I, I I think that's going to be special. Lita was always one of my favorites. I think she's one of the ones that's really willing to go out there and get hurt. So that's that's kind of cool also. Um, can't wait to see what happens, you know, with that. That's a lot. That's super cool. Um, what about the returning Ronda Rousey? Oh, man. Ronda Rousey, a.k.a. the baddest woman on the planet. She back with a vengeance. Um, I like 
you know, when she was, I, I like when she was around before, you know, she went away, did a, did a mom thing. I guess she got everything straight at home. Now it's time for her to come back and run shit again. Hey, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know? I don't think she's going to come back and run nothing. You know, there's so? up. Nah. Oh man. Um, somebody posed a question about Bad Bunny in the men's rumble. I mean, Bad Bunny, you know, again, it, always kill it. Always kill it. Like we talked about this before with Bad Bunny, how um, you know, cats like that get a lot of respect to where they're entertainers, but then they go into this wrestling shit and they really take it seriously and they really put in the time and effort. Clearly, Bad Bunny is as a fan has so much respect for the business that he's really willing to go through that rigorous training and willing to polish himself up to always put on a dope performance. I think Bad Bunny just being like a a modern day luchador and maybe eventually having his own mask or something would even be phenomenal. But uh and I and I say phenomenal a lot. I don't know why I keep saying that. But uh yeah, it, it, I, I love it. I, I love Bad Bunny being around. I hope Bad Bunny comes around more often because he because he's really in it. You know what I'm saying? But now, realistically speaking, yep. If Bad Bunny entered the Rumble, then that means that Bad Bunny wanted to go to WrestleMania, mm. and Bad Bunny wanted a shot at <laughs> <laughs> at Roman Reigns or or um. It was Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. Mm. <laughs> Do y'all understand that? Like, obviously, he was only in there for like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, or whatever. Yeah. So, but ten or fifteen minutes for like, anybody who goes to the Rumble is in the Rumble because they want to win and go to WrestleMania, right? Right. So, y'all want to see Bad Bunny get tossed around by one of them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, they, they they respected Bad Bunny enough to have him in that match for 10, 15 minutes. That could have just been a four minute elimination. It could have just been a quick in and out. So they wasn't gonna do bad bunny like that. Hell no. Nah. Everybody has re- you know, everybody got respect for him. You know, Orton has spoke very, very highly of him. Uh we seen a clip online, Ray Mysterio backstage actually gave Bad Bunny his mask directly off his face. So like talk about oh, the so ultimate you, sign of respect. So do you wanna talk about the fact that the the original plans for Royal Rumble was for um was for Riddle to for win. For Riddle to win. So why was that scrapped? WWE answer me that is is Matt Riddle not? Well, they had to scrap it so that Brock could get to. Oh yeah, to right. Win. So we're but back to saying, and Brock ass. But again. people saying go. that Brock didn't have to win the Rumble to get Reigns because of course he did. Since Reigns cost him the belt, uh-huh. he could have just came on Raw or on SmackDown and it's... just challenged them and been like, "Yo, I want you at Mania." Exactly. It's fucking Brock Lesnar. Let somebody else go over. Riddle winning the Royal Rumble would have been a huge moment, man. Why not? He's in a high-profile tag team right now. He can rock a, a, a dope singles title match, even if he loses the title match. You know he's going to go out there and get it cracking. And they were saying that um, if they break, if or when they break RK Bro up, they want it to be over the heavyweight title oh of course you know orton you know yeah he'll celebrate somebody being somebody else being a champion for a hot second but not that long <laughs> he's gonna end up beating his ass eventually hey i want that title and only two things you can do about it nothing and come get this rko so i get my belt back you know what i mean so we already know what's up i mean except for when um 
except for what Riddle give Randy Orton or RKO, Ooh, which is what's going to happen. Big facts, big facts. Uh, did you see that Ronda has superpowers and pointed to the WrestleMania sign and got that thing on fire? <laughs> and, nah, I, I don't think it worked like that. I, it's a lot of pyro. I hope those people got better seats that they had to move. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. Because, uh, you know, it would be wrong to have the chick with the lace front and then like a, a piece of fire just falls on her shit and it's just whoosh and she looks like uh michael jackson in the one show where he's walking around and shit's on fire <laughs> that would be all bad Come on, WWE, get it together man get it Are together get it together faulty pyro not, not good Classic not good signs. not good not good it's all bad all signs point to complete fuckery <laughs> Oh man, drop a bomb for WrestleMania. <laughs> but anyway, drop, drop a bomb for my man Fisticuffs. <laughs> Turn my shit up. <laughs> Dave, put some trouble in it. Some trouble Turn in my it. headphones up. <laughs> Turn them shits up. No, not these ones. I'm writing. Can you? Turn them shits up. Wait, wait, here I go. I go to block. Oh, wait, no, wait, I can't. Turn my head. Who told you to drop the beat right there? Hold on. Yo, for anybody wondering, that was us about 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Oh, man. We love y'all enough to talk this stupid shit on this podcast and not take ourselves too seriously. And we appreciate everybody else for loving us as well. Y'all gonna get up out of here soon. Um, yeah, right now, um, I mean, we talked about Rumble. Mm-hmm. We talked about AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, any fan questions before we get out of here? Yeah, let's let's Anything take some fan next? questions. I think we got a couple right here. Um, let's see. So, do you know the Alexa Bliss psychologist gimmick? What if RKO breaks up, like you said, with uh, real RKO Randy, and then they switch personas, and then they see the same fucking psych? <laughs> so you want them to do a Freaky Friday storyline, where once Riddle RKO's Randy Orton, he's inside Randy Orton now, and Randy Orton is acting like he's Riddle. And Riddle has to act like he's Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking weird, but at the same time, I would watch it just because they had to share audacity to do this funny ass shit. I I would say, how about we scrap that and okay. just say that Riddle does what he's been doing, which is acting like Randy Orton. So once he beats Randy Orton with his own move, then mm-hmm. Riddle will start acting like Randy Orton, coming out to Randy Orton's music. Ah, wearing his gear. His, doing his gear. Yeah. Doing, the, doing his poses. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Greatest greatest wrestling pose that, ever. That'll that'll make that'll that'll make people stop laughing at him and give him some <laughs> some edge. Hell yeah. Shane uh Shane McMahon. I mean, Shane's rich anyway, so I don't I don't think he really cares, but I you know I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know if Shane is really looking to to stay in the business of wrestling. Because I told people a long time ago that Vince ain't give a fuck about Shane. Yeah. And that the whole reason that Shane keep jumping off of bigger shit every WrestleMania is to try to give Vince's approval. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Like, Daddy, look what I can do. I can jump out this helicopter. What the so, hell? <laughs> so... 
<laughs> on on that note. Yeah, man. Nah, um, I, I definitely Vince don't give a fuck about the kids. Vince, he showed on Vince is the 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 captain of fucking kids. You know, Triple H got Stephanie, so that's that's perfectly fine. I don't. Yeah, it, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I I will say on on behalf of uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to to the big homie Rock Knowledge. Shout out to Rock. Uh, on behalf of him, I'm gonna do uh, something that he used to do, and I'm gonna do a burial of the week. Actually, that was fine. He used to do snack of the week. Oh, snack of the week. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Snack. Uh, so T doing the burial of the week, and then uh, I'll actually I'll actually supply the the snack of the week. So T, do you have a burial, sir? I didn't. I didn't necessarily have a burial because I was planning on doing it. But oh, um, okay. If I had to bury somebody, shit, or rather, we'll both be one and we'll just kick it off. I guess you can't bury anybody worse than Brandy Rose been burying herself, <laughs> right? <laughs> ah, poor Brandy. She tried. Dan Lambert tried to bury her, but some. But he was only assisting her burying herself. <laughs> it was it was like that. He was like, "Hold on, you missed some dirt." Right, you missed some dirt here. Let me yeah. let, let me go ahead and grab this. Yeah, it. You know, we we, we love Brandy, but come on, come on, get it together, Ralph. <laughs> now I'm a I'm gonna do a burial that's out. I ain't never loved the wife of the queen. Nah, you <laughs> funny. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now I got a quick. She married to she married a white knight or whatever. What did they call them? Knight in shining armor. No, not a knight in shining armor. I'm what? talking about the head of the clan. Oh they call shit! Them? I don't know. You asking old black dude? <laughs> 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 well, fuck! <laughs> Somebody gonna get their ass with fucking with me? <laughs> now, and I think that's what old dude is called on um on Peacemaker. Oh, uh, Homelander. No, Peacemaker. Oh, Peacemaker. I'm sorry. I'm John, thinking of the John wrong. Cena's right. De- I'm John sorry. Because because we talking about Cody, y'all always calling him Homelander. That's the oh shit yeah, that's because he had the because he got the gear right. But um, <laughs> but I think um John Cena's. Well, I know in Peacemaker, John Cena's dad is racist or whatever. Oh yeah, okay, he I did hear Nazi about that. Klansman and all this shit or whatever. Right, and I think his um his supervillain name or whatever is the White Knight. Bruh. that's all bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they get away with that because it's like a, it's like a dark comedy. So I get it. Um, I'm a <laughs> I'm a bury uh this cat <laughs> by the name of Greg Kelly. That this is outside of the world of wrestling. Uh, Greg Kelly is this political uh, American wonder bread chicken shit motherfucker that hates everything black um, he, he had some really fucked up words to say in regards to you know the upcoming Super Bowl halftime show uh, with Dr. Dre and, and Mary J and Kendrick and, and all that like that and it's just it's the typical banner of anytime there's anything done in the realm of black success or black excellence. You got all these like hip hop and R&B icons doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Now he's a pro. Now it's, it's a big issue with it. Him and all of his followers think that the NFL is too woke. God forbid that the commissioner of the NFL, you know, puts out a public statement uh, on video saying that he's, you know, he's paying more attention to you know the the needs of everybody and not just a certain audience and things like that and it's just you know and and it, and it just sucks and I, I posted this on facebook earlier i'm like the fact that 
you know, BWP, bad white people, are so offended at a brief moment of black excellence, it's hilarious and at the same time irritating. It's like, are we really still doing this in 2022? Grow the fuck up. And the only thing he really had to say was, oh, you know, we have this one guy talking about fuck the police, and then we have this other guy who says it all the time. Bruh, you still listening to the same albums from 92? Like, do you not have, have you, okay, so clearly you don't know about Dr. Dre's catalog as a producer. Clearly you don't know that uh, Snoop Dogg, you know, then had a whole reality show, multiple albums, had a whole album where he was singing and talk about, talking about partying, smoking weed, and fucking, that Pharrell is produced entirely. So if it's Kid Rock, you know what I'm saying, with a fucking Confederate flag floating around singing, I'm an American badass, you wouldn't have an issue with that. But because it's all these guys, yeah, there's an issue. It's like, man, fuck you, grow up. We gonna, we, we've been here, we built this country, we're gonna stay here. And if you don't like it, you go back to where the fuck you came from. Talk that shit now. Exactly. And if you <laughs> click on that right there, his name is White Dragon. <laughs> you can tell that White Dragon to mind his fucking <laughs> Now I know. Now, now. No, white. When he was not now, he's he's not talking about anybody for the group Plus Clan. When he's talking about White Dragon, he's referring to uh, the upcoming original American Tokusatsu by Jason David Frank called Legend of the White Dragon uh, by Bat of the Sun, which will be out later on. No, this I summer. think he was saying that that was um, Peacemaker's dad's name. White Dragon. Was it? I think that's what he said. Yeah. I'm going to Google that right now. Yeah, because I feel like he's talking about Legend of the White Dragon. That's the only thing I can think about with White Dragon. Why did you mention Power Rangers right now? Why would he have brought that up? Uh, Just because, you know, fan questions, because we talk about everything, and everybody knows I'm a a bona fide Power Rangers fan. So it's just random shit. Oh, wow. His dad really was called White Dragon. Damn, that's weird. That's fucking weird. But go check what I was talking about out to But that's crazy, though. Wow, that's deep. Anywho, um, we gonna get up out of here. Hey, through all the, the, the funny shit and technical difficulties, we appreciate y'all sticking with us. We had a we had a healthy crowd for the time being. And uh, man, we appreciate y'all rocking with us again. We're gonna continue to stand and deliver. This is our brand. We, we bearing the flag for Matt Mania podcast, and we're gonna continue to do it each and every single week. Give you some of the good wrestling talk and some of this good noise we be making. Uh, again, T Call, congratulations, my bro, on the AEW Who We Are placement. I think that's freaking phenomenal, dude. Congratulations to Ali Booker, my big bro, Mega, our big bro, Mega Rand for also uh, being one of the, the curators of the project um, and being on multiple songs. Shout out to Arizona Zone and a good friend of ours, our homie Torrey Masters, uh, for being involved with the project. Like, we got so many guys that we know, and it's just cool to see all of our guys winning. And, and that's what that that's what I did. I, I, like, jumped up and down for, for joy. And, and again, watch watch, watch the summer, because I'm, I'm, I'm coming for mine, too. But... Right now, it's about my guys, and they got that shit, and I knew they had that shit. But, anywho, keep messing with us. We got so much more in store for the remainder of the year. Matt Mania Podcast is back in full effect, and uh, on behalf of the squad, myself, T-Call, the villain, we gonna get out of here. Make sure y'all follow that on all y'all streaming platforms. Please, Make sure y'all like that everywhere that y'all can like or subscribe. 
Mad Mania Pod. Uh, what's that? Twitter. Matt Mania Pod, Instagram, Matt Mania Podcast, Twitter, Matt Mania Podcast, Facebook. He's at T Call on every streaming platform. Teak underscore Hall. Teak underscore Hall on every social media service. T Call on every streaming platform. I'm G1 to the rescue. Exactly the way it sounds. Everywhere. No underscores. Nothing. G1 to the rescue on everything. With that being said, two fingers like a player. We out the like a newborn baby. We'll see y'all next week for some more of that talk. Peace. listening to the Geekscape Network.